from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Please welcome now the head coach of the defending champion Baylor Bears, Dave Aranda. Dave, got some opening comments? The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Uh, tell you what, I'm so, um, I'm so humbled and I'm blessed to be here representing Baylor and um, you know, here with with some uh, some of our team, and here with you guys. You know, um, you know, I go back to um, to last season. You know, just being in this very building, and, and you know, the 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 continuum of of faith on one side to belief on the other, and just kind of how that season progressed, and you know, so appreciative of last year's team of the, our players that are about to enter training camp uh, that have left us, um, some players that are on new teams, um, and to the coaches maybe that have moved on and support staff that's moved on, just way appreciative of them. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Welcome, John Morris Show on a Friday. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. Coach Dave Aranda in the open, Baylor football head coach, coach of the defending Big 12 champs. And we use Coach Aranda today, one week away from the start of fall camp. Aaron, one week from today, we'll be talking Baylor football practice. I am so excited. I think... uh... I'm looking forward to it even more just because my the excitement level wasn't there for Cowboys yeah. opening training camp. Yeah. I was still looking forward to it and I've been keeping up with it and I'm very interested in it, but it's different. Right. You know, I'm just there's it's not excited. It's more like, okay, you know, this is a big story and there's a lot of things happening and I want to keep up with what's happening, not Ooh, my team is getting ready for this <laughs> season, you know. That starts next week. Yeah, that's next week. It definitely is for me. So uh, fun to think about that, those comments uh, you heard from Coach Aranda from Big 12 Football Media Days a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, two and a half weeks ago is when that was. Uh, And the Big 12, I think Aaron was very fortunate or or, or very smart in that they scheduled their media days first. They were the first major conference to have their media days. I think that's good. I think you don't want to be last in your media days. Such as the Pac-12 <laughs> conference that started their media days today, and how about that? How about the excitement at Pac-12 media days? It was a scene. <laughs> it really was. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, just for people who haven't heard, uh, Pac-12 Commissioner George Klykoff, Klykoff, excuse me. Uh, of course, you know everyone knows about the rumors of Oregon and Washington still possibly going to the Big Ten, which means they're more than likely not going to sign a grant of rights which in my mind and a lot of other people's minds means Pac-12 could be done. Yeah. You know, I mean, because the other schools have to start thinking about other 
opportunities and looking elsewhere. And one of those places is obviously actually the top of the list would be the big 12. Um, so he was asked about that and, uh, (laughs) which he knew he would be, it was not exactly the response of, of a confident conference commissioner. And I don't say that lightly, but I mean, it, it really sounded like someone who, who, well, I'll just read the comments and let, let everybody decide for themselves. He said, with respect to the Big 12 being open for business. So wait, stop right there. So mm-hmm. he addresses um, this to the Big 12 specifically. specifically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. With respect to the Big 12 being open for business, we appreciate that. We have not decided whether we're going shopping there or not, which. <laughs> Classic. Okay. Why, you know, I mean, there's, why would any Big 12 school leave for the Pac-12 yeah. right now? Oh, gosh, no. Uh, no. You know, I mean. There are some analogies that I could use, but we'll get and to the next quote. And but. that's clearly a shot at uh, at the Big 12, but at Brett Yormark also, whose comment was, you know, in his opening press conference, the Big 12 is open for business. Right, but yeah. he was asked about expansion, and he ne- and of course it was implied right, probably that the Pac-12 was is obviously— He didn't mention any other company. But he did not mention the Pac-12, no. Exactly. He did no. not mention yeah. the Pac-12. A lot of other people have, but Yormark did not. Right. Um, and then this one, his other quote today, I mean, he had a lot, but these were the two main ones. He said, quote, this is a Pac-12 commissioner, George Klyvkov. I've been spending four weeks trying to defend grenades from every corner of the Big 12. I get why they're scared. I get why they're trying to destabilize us. One, the Big 12 is not scared. I don't think so, no. And two, the Big 10 destabilized you. Yes. Don't. There's there's a few really good memes about, you know, him blaming the Big 12 when I, obviously it was the Big 10. Yeah. You know, the Big 10 destabilized the Pac-12. The Big 12 is just trying to decide what they want to do moving forward and that could involve Pac-12 teams obviously. Yeah. If they decide to expand, but So USC and UCLA they're gone. That decision is made. So he doesn't so he directs his uh his anger at the Big 12 knowing that that may be the next, you know, domino to fall are some of his schools, Pac-12 schools, going to the Big 12. Yes, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So, wow. We'll, we will see. And your I, description of him, was, tell everybody what it was. Oh, he's the he's the uh, captain of the Titanic, rearranging deck chairs. And, and, <laughs> rearranging and, uh, deck chairs. And you know, sh- shouting at the iceberg. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's the yeah. iceberg's fault. And, and yeah, and blaming uh, the Big 12. That's what's really, I mean, when you don't even mention the Big 10 and them taking your big two biggest schools or two of your biggest schools, if you want to argue whether, like, Oregon is technically a bigger brand than UCLA. USC is obviously the big, big fish. In that conference, and that's what the Big Ten got. But yeah, it was the Big Ten that started this whole thing. Yeah, actually, it was the SEC that started the whole thing yeah, when they true. took Oklahoma and Texas. But even with that, you didn't see these type of comments from Bob Bowlesby afterwards. Now he was obviously mad, and he made some comments about ESPN, which I yeah. agreed with a hundred percent. I still do. Uh, but it wasn't this level of kind of desperation in his comments. Right. He was still confident. And we saw that when they went out and got the four schools that have been added to the big 12 and every article I've read since then. And it's been my thought. And I think it's yours too, that they added the four best available schools to the big 12. And that's what I think. And that will be starting next year in 2023. And there could be others. We'll see Uh, if, 
if it happens, I'm thinking maybe his comments may have sped up the timeline. Yeah, that's right. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You start because, uh, throwing those grenades right. as he was. And, and specifically mentioning the Big 12. Yes, yes. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So we'll see. It's uh, <laughs> it got, it's, been, it's been really, really interesting ever since USC and UCLA announced that they were leaving the Pac-12 to go to the Big 10 because it happened. The reports came out that morning. And that night, they were announcing that they were members of the Big Ten now, basically. Exactly. They've made yeah. official announcement from the school's uh, social media accounts that, hey, we're in the Big Ten. And yeah. I mean, I was just stunned at how fast it happened. But that just goes to show you that they had been working on that for a while. And by the time it leaked, they were ready, you know. They were there. They were yeah. one foot out the door, almost literally. Um, I, I normally don't, uh, don't deal in rumors, (laughs) but, but this is a good one that a guy told me yesterday. So remember just a rumor and there's lots of them out there and don't quote me on this. This is from, uh, from somebody else in the big 12, but he had heard, and he was asking me if I'd heard this and I said, no, uh, he had heard that part of the exit strategy by Texas and OU uh, in dealing with ESPN, might be the Longhorn Network becoming the Big Twelve Network. I have read. Have you heard that? I have read those rumors too. Okay, yeah. and it I would had, make I sense. I have not heard that. It would. It make does sense. because they're not. There's not going to be a Longhorn Network, right? You know, when they go to the SEC, they'll they'll you know have to uh, understand that they share equally <laughs> with right. the other schools in the SEC. So ESPN's already got that dedicated channel there. And what are they going to do with it? Is it just going to go away or might it be, might it turn into the big 12 network? I think that'd be great. You know, depending on maybe that's part of the negotiation process with Texas and OU and ESPN in the middle of it. Yeah. I'd seen that too. And that was basically what that rumor was, was that as part of Texas and Oklahoma exiting, obviously early, you know, the, the, the tier three, that ESPN would pay a certain amount for the tier three rights, obviously a very good amount, and then turn the Longhorn Channel network into the Big 12 network, which I think that no matter what happens when the next media rights deal gets completed for the Big 12, I think there will be a Big 12 network standalone. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, because it's worked out. It hadn't worked out for the Pac-12, but they were one of the early ones, and they just, you know, this isn't, I know it sounds like, piling on the Pac-12, but I mean, they just didn't have a lot to offer like the whole country. Yeah. yeah it's true. just a West Coast league and right. that just hurts you. Whereas the Big 12, you can say what you want about how big of a national footprint the individual schools may have, but as far as the national footprint of the conference, it is, it covers, it spans almost the entire country. And that's, you know, you with the SEC, with the brands that they have in the Big Ten, they've had great success with their networks because of the brands and because of, you know, how expansive their footprint is. And so I think when the Big 12 finalizes their next agreement, which will be, what, 2025, I believe? Uh, well, that's when this one runs out. Okay, yeah, Hopefully 2026. Have before then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but an agreement before Right, then. right. That, that it'll include a Big 12 network. Yeah. I think so. We shall see. We shall see. As the Big 12 turns, that's the soap opera, as the Pac-12 turns, 
And again, you know, what they say, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. I'm not throwing stones at the Pac-12, but they are in a, a desperation mode. And you heard that from uh, the comments of uh, their commissioner this morning. Well, and that's like, you know, there's been a ton of, of stuff on Twitter and social media. And, and multiple people from the Pac-12 are like, why, why are Big 12 fans taking such pleasure in, in the Pac-12 possibly breaking up? And I've commented, and a lot of other people have commented, no one's taking pleasure in mm-hmm. it. But one, when it was the Big 12 last year in a very precarious situation, there was no one outside of Big 12 schools rooting for the Big 12 to stay together. Oh, no yeah. one. No one in the national media. Everywhere. No one in other conferences. Everybody was kind of like, ooh, yeah, maybe, you know, we may get this school if they disband, That's you know. Right. That's right. Um, and two, it's more of looking at it and seeing kind of the handwriting on the wall with USC and UCLA leaving and Oregon and Washington with them being rumored to still be possibilities for the Big Ten if they decide to continue expansion, are they going to sign a grant of rights no, in a new Pac-12? No, of course not. Right. So, I mean, it's not, this isn't the Big 12. This is, this is the Big 10 that's done most of it. They, first of all, obviously taking USC and UCLA. And then just this week, their commissioner saying, yeah, we may not be done with expansion. There's some other schools. Yeah. And then the report right after that, of course, he didn't mention schools, but the report that came out, Right after that, which I think almost assuredly came from a Big Ten source somewhere, was that the schools being considered were a couple of ACC schools, Notre Dame, and then uh, four big, four Pac-12 schools. Right. You know. Right. So. All right. All right. There's the uh, misplaced anger, I think. But yeah, yeah. Good point. There you go. There's the latest uh, involving the Big Twelve Pac-12 Media Days. Isn't that a fun event <laughs> going on right now? All right, we're off and running on this Friday. Hey, coming up in a few minutes, we'll be joined by Michelle Leonard, the new head soccer coach at Baylor. Soccer practice for the new season begins on Monday. That's the first uh, Baylor event, Baylor uh, sport, to begin practice for the new season. We'll visit with Coach Leonard, see how the transition is going and how she's doing, and uh, look at the season with her coming up in just a few minutes. Right now, let's check weather. Guess what it might be, but we'll check weather. Have more back in a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast. Sunny and hot the rest of the afternoon. Tonight, clear skies with a low of around 78 and those Temperatures will continue through the weekend and into early next week. No surprise there. We'll see afternoon highs near 102 and overnight lows in the upper 70s. Currently, it's 100 at ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Matt Meyer will hold the ball, toss it high in the air. Baylor can celebrate a second straight Big 12 Conference Championship. Baylor clenches it with a win over Iowa State tonight here in the Farrell Center. 75-68, drop the confetti in the Farrell Center. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. 
but now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. (laughs) They don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you get start by giving us a call at (laughs) 254-235-4922. You tried, but that was dumb. (laughs) Keep going. FixItJimmy.com. Yeah, that's me, FixItJimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face. Make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Hi, everybody. I'm Archie Bell with the Thrills of Houston, Texas. We don't only sing, but we dance just as good as we want. In Houston, we've just started a new dance called the Tighten Up. 
on that bass now. Tighten it up. <laughs> yeah. Now let that guitar fall in. That is the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday. Aaron, that is Archie Bell and the Drells. Now, that's going back probably even before the 70s, maybe the 60s for Archie Bell and the Drells, I think from Houston, Texas. So uh, there you go. Tighten Up is the name of that one. And it uh, goes on with each uh, each musical instrument uh, tightening up and being a part of the song. Nice. I didn't realize that phrase went back that that long. Maybe that's where it started. I don't well, know. Well, and it's actually used, uh, like it, it's kind of started being used a lot recently. Tighten Again, up. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There you go. So, so I didn't realize it was a very, very <laughs> old phrase. I mean, I, in the right. way that, but in the way that he, he's using it, it, it fits kind of with the current definition. You yeah. Know what I mean, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's used more like, about people's lives, you know, like right. tighten up, tighten you know? up, exactly. <laughs> on, get it together. <laughs> Used to be a coach at Baylor. He he'd uh, walk by and he'd pop you on the backside and he'd say, "Tighten it up." That <laughs> 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 was great. <laughs> it was good. All right, we are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank in their several locations in Waco, a new location in Temple, and let them help you and your business succeed. That is Alliance Bank, Central Texas. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, connect with Michelle Leonard, the new head soccer coach at Baylor. They are beginning practice next week, and they'll become the first sport at Baylor to begin practice for the new season. And I think, yeah, I think they'll be the first sport to open the season. Uh, August 11th is their exhibition opener, August 18th is their season opener. So, uh, yeah, that's they will be the first sport to open this year. We'll visit with uh, Michelle Leonard about the transition, how things are going, and the start of practice next week when we come back. Aaron Sexton, John Morris in the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on Game Time, Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda. Kyron Jones, his improvement was a big part of that decision. Halfway through spring, you could argue Kyron is the most improved player on the team. And just his confidence was showing and the reps that he had, he made the most of. It'd be a thing a day. Oh, hey, did you see Kyron do this? Or hey, did you see that throw he made? He's working on his leadership skills. So there's a definite path and he's on it. I'm excited for that room. I think the quarterback room is a strong one. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's not summer without a reunion at a park, especially at a ballpark where thousands of people gather, but no one needs icebreaker games or name tags to tell an aunt from a third cousin because at this joyful get-together, you're united by one game and state pride and that glorious T logo and the need for escape and a good picture together in what has been a local tradition for 50 summers. Yeah, it's not summer without Texas Rangers baseball. Summer with us at TexasRangers.com. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. 
When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley Davidson of Waco or you'll never ride alone. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Charles Barkley says he's sticking with the NBA, turning away from any future endeavors to join LIV Golf as a broadcaster. Arizona Cardinals pulled the plug on Kyler Murray's film study clause in his contract after chaos in the media. Dak Prescott celebrates his 29th birthday today and says this year should be a golden year for the Cowboys QB. Former Texan quarterback Brock Osweiler is heading to the booth. He'll be a college football analyst for ESPN this season. Houston Astros beat the Mariners to end a three-game losing streak, 4-2. Astros and the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stopped their three-game losing streak, beating the Angels 2-0 last night. Game two of that series tonight, 8-38 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. want somebody that's a, a leader of young people, somebody that's going to just develop them, that, that understands that everything counts, everything matters for young people. They're not going to just be great soccer players. They're going to be great people. And we're going to challenge and demand and push and pull so that when they, they leave Baylor, uh, they're absolutely leaders in, in our society. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. 
That's Mike Rhodes, Baylor's Director of Athletics, part of the introduction of new Baylor soccer coach Michelle Leonard. Michelle, uh, since has uh, uh, gone through the transition. I'm not going to say that's over yet. Transition continues, but the start of a new season is right around the corner. Practice starts next week for Baylor soccer, and then the season exhibition opener is August 11th. So we welcome you back. We welcome in Baylor soccer coach Michelle Leonard. And, uh, Coach, thanks for being on with us today. You're welcome, John. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. How has the uh, How is the transition going? That's such a big deal. How's that going in your mind? It's going well. I mean, we've been here seven months now, and we feel that we've done a good job of laying the foundation in the spring semester to prepare for the fall, getting to know the team, bringing in some additional players, teaching our game model. And now we're just excited to get into a, a true competitive season and get some more time on the field with the girls and can't wait to start back next week. It's pretty good, isn't it, that the, uh, you know, that the hiring took place uh, when in December and you've had some time. It's not like it was late uh, in the spring or something and then you had to scramble. That's pretty good that you have had seven months. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's coaches that sometimes end up in these positions in June or July, and Ugh. I can't imagine having to do that. So <laughs> we're we're grateful that we did have that time together and, and kind of smooth things over and get to know everybody. Um, so, yeah, that's been a, a good amount of time, but we're, we're ready to go now. We're excited for the fall. I know when you take over, you hit the ground running, recruiting, uh, recruiting your current players, you know, to keep them and then recruiting new players. How do you feel like uh, that process has gone? It's gone well. We came in and added in a, there was five current incoming freshmen when we got here. We added five more and five transfers. So we do have a lot of new players coming in this fall. We've also committed an entire 2023 class of 10 players. Um, and so that was a very busy spring for us getting kind of caught up in the 2023 graduating class. And now we're moving on to the 2024 graduating wow. class. And uh, we picked up an early commitment in that class as well. So we're busy. We've been active, but it's going really well. Wow. That sounds like you are uh, doing some good work on the recruiting trail. And that's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot to get done to get the rest of this year's class and then your entire 2023 class. It is. We were basically at every recruiting event in the country <laughs> every weekend. So we, we did a lot. And uh, Leah and Cole, my two assistant coaches, were really pounding the pavement out there uh, around the country, making sure that people were seeing our faces on the sideline and Baylor gear and making that connection with the new staff. And they are relentlessly on the phone, always talking to a recruit somewhere in the country or somewhere in the world. They you know, have to give them a lot of credit because that's what I asked them to do when they got here and they hit the ground running. And so it, it's a way higher number than we would normally deal with in a spring semester. So next spring should be a little bit more back to normal. But we did what we needed to do to kind of get caught up. Nice. Well done. You mentioned uh, a couple of members of your staff. Tell everybody uh, about the staff you've assembled here at Baylor. Well, Leah Sedwick came with me from DBU. She played for me there and was on staff uh, for, for many years. And so she's come over. She's our recruiting coordinator um, and just a wonderful human being, super, super smart and a great mentor for the players. Um, and so they, I know the girls really love her and enjoy being around her. And Cole Oren, our other assistant coach, came from uh, – he was at a small school in Kansas, but prior to that running a soccer club in Colorado Springs for 10 years. So he's got connections all around the country at the youth level, which has been a huge benefit in our recruiting efforts as well. Um, and him and his family, his wife Sarah, and their three kids have recently relocated here and are settling in. 
in Love and Waco so far. Um, and then Cameron is actually our, our goalkeeper coach is actually from Waco originally, Cameron Carter. So she unfortunately played at Arkansas, but <laughs> is now back home. She was at UTSA on their staff there, but with this opportunity, wanted to come home and be closer to family and see her younger sister grow up. So she's been thrilled to be back in Waco and great for us to be connected more with the community. In addition to that, we brought Maggie Scales from, from DBU. She's our director of operations. So she played for me as well um, and then was on our staff. So we feel that we have great chemistry and cohesion within our staff. And the spring has allowed us to get to know Cole and Cameron better since they were new to the staff. But uh, now we feel like we've been together forever and excited to tackle the season. How great is that for Cameron to be able to uh, to come back home to Waco and coach at Baylor? She loves it, and yeah. it's been a great fit. Uh, she's a great mentor for our players as well, and like I said, a great connection point with the local community. That's an important thing to us. We want to be in the community. We want to be making connections with the youth and with the families. We want them to be fans of Baylor soccer. Um, and since Cam is from here, her and her family seem to know everyone, and so that's been a great way for us to get into the community and get to know some folks and kind of bridge the gap that way. Michelle Leonard, our guest, Baylor soccer coach, start of uh, practice for the new season begins the first of next week. Um, tell me this, you haven't coached a match yet, but what are the differences, uh, if any, that you've noticed being at Baylor compared to some of your previous stops? Well, we did have some spring exhibition games. We had four. So I feel that that was a great opportunity to get on the field and, um, you know, our our team was a little bit limited in size in the spring between graduating seniors and injuries, but at least the first time we play is not going to be August 11th at our first exhibition game. We had those four games, um, and we played some top competition. We played LSU during that time, A&M, SMU. So we had some challenging moments, and we were able to test the team and kind of see where the ideas we were teaching sticking, and was that going to work with this group? I think the biggest difference is just, you know, I've mentioned before that we just have a different approach to playing the game than the previous staff. We just play a little differently. And so introducing those ideas and teaching them and getting the players on board with that, it's been fun. The girls are excited and, and they've been great learners, but it does take time for some of those ideas to really set in. And now we've got 15 new players to introduce to that as well. Although three of them are transfers and played for me before, so they should be easy transitions into the style of play. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's a lot of significant differences on the soccer field. Uh, being at a bigger school is a little different, and being in the greater Waco community is amazing with, with such a supportive community that loves Baylor and loves Baylor athletics, and that's something I've really enjoyed about it. But on the field, the soccer has been soccer, and so we expect it to be the same when we start playing games. That's good. That sounds great. Uh, Katie Gilmore tells me 34 players on your roster. That seems like a really large roster. 27 of those are from the state of Texas. That's a real plus. Yes, yeah, it's a large group right now. Um, unfortunately, a number of those players are injured, and so I wouldn't say we have 34 healthy and fit to play at the moment. Uh, but, you know, we came in, we made some additions to help fill some needs we thought we had, but we had a great group of returners and so didn't want to make a lot of changes from that regard. And so um, we have depth because of the numbers. If we do deal with injuries, which we all know is common in a soccer season, then we feel that we have the the options off the bench to help fill those needs. And then, yeah, most of these kids are from Texas, although Texas is a large state. So there are small corners of the state, 
but some of them played together previously. Three of our incoming freshmen, um, well, two of them are twins, and then they're one of their roommates all went to high school together and, and played club in high school together. So those, and then three of our transfers transferred together. So a lot of our new players may be new to us, but they've got experience playing with one another or playing against one another in club and high school soccer here in Texas. And I think that's really helped them all to build team chemistry quicker and feel comfortable with one another quicker. And so they've already been on campus for about three weeks and, uh, looks like everybody's getting along great and things are going well in the strength and conditioning environment. And by the time we start on Tuesday, we expect that they're going to be fast friends and ready to go after the season. That's good. That seems like a real head start the way they, uh, some of them have played together and certainly know each other uh, from past stops. Uh, August 2nd, your first practice. Uh, what does that look like? Uh, what is your, your fall camp look like? Well, we've got some testing to do initially just to kind of get a good idea of where the team is from a, from a physical standpoint. Obviously, our sport is very physically demanding, and we play games very quickly. So we report on the second, and then we have an exhibition game on the 11th. So we've got to know who's fit, what do we need to focus our attention on. Um, so that'll be what we do right away on August 2nd is some fitness testing, make sure everybody's healthy and fit and ready to compete. Then we will immediately start implementing and teaching our game model, you know, how do we want to play? Um, how do we handle certain situations? And that involves a lot of time in the classroom as well as on the soccer field. And so we've got a lot of work to do on the soccer field, but we'll be doing a lot of film review as well. Very nice. Uh, when it's 105 outside, <laughs> that would be a good option to be inside and get yes. that work done. Uh, you've got a tough schedule. Uh, your exhibition opener, August 11th against LSU, August 14th, UTSA, and then the regular season opener, August 18th against Minnesota. you got North Carolina and Florida on the schedule this year. Uh, that seems like a really tough schedule, plus the Big 12. Yeah, it is tough. I think we have one of the toughest non-conference schedules in the country right now, and um, I'm I'm thrilled to th- that that's the situation because we want to be challenged uh, we want to play the best teams in the country because we want to eventually be the best team in the country. So we will be tested quickly. Uh, we will be exposed probably in some of those games as we test out our new style of play and give some young players some opportunities. But there's really not another path to the top than going through these difficult teams. And so uh, though it will be a lot early on, I think by the time we get through the regular, the non-conference schedule and into the Big 12, which is a tough conference, we will have been tested and we will know exactly what we have and we will be very prepared at that point to compete in the Big 12. Very nice. Well, it's great to visit with you. Thanks for your time. Good luck getting things started uh, with formal practice next week and good luck at the season ahead. Thanks for being on with us today. Appreciate it, John. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Michelle uh, Leonard with us. Baylor soccer, first-year head coach taking over. And Erin, she's got uh, – she knows what she's doing. She's got a handle on things. Uh, they have been uh, very intentional in their class that they filled out and, and understand how tough that is to come in to a new spot, finish your recruiting class for this year, and fill up your 2023 recruiting class. Basically, you know, two years' work recruiting all in one, and you're new at the place. That, that's very impressive. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the schedule and how difficult it is. That's you know, I think that shows you the, her confidence and how good they're going to be this year. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to the season. Yeah, doesn't doesn't scare her a bit. It sounds like so. Bring it on, and that's fun to see. Again, August 11th will be their exhibition opener. Uh, that's against LSU. August 14th they'll play UTSA, 
Then the regular season opener is August 18th against Minnesota. They've got North Carolina on the schedule, Florida. They've got uh, the reigning Big 12 champs, TCU, in Waco this year. So uh, so that'll be fun to think about uh, the upcoming season, which is not that far away for Coach Michelle Leonard and Baylor soccer. All right, let's take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Final segment on a Friday. We'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you. It's a big birthday day. Got a long list, Aaron, and we'll share those when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Kaleo Wealth Management concentrates their efforts on developing long-term relationships through a commitment to quality client service. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Back after this, keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87 to 62, the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. We're SIA LTL Freight. For nearly a century, our team has been committed to driving business forward. From Lady Liberty to the Golden Gate, Superstore to Corner Store, we go that extra mile, expanding our team to better serve you. So trust that when you partner with SIA, we take every delivery personally. Visit SIA.com for all your shipping needs. That's SAIA.com. With special values up to $7,000 or get $1,500 bonus cash and 2.9% for 72 months. Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. This legendary award-winning truck gives you that first-class feel. Alan Samuels in Waco, the, the place, place to, to shop, shop for, for Ram trucks. trucks. First responders get 500 extra cash. Come by. Let's be friends. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years, and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800, or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Charles Barkley says he's sticking with the NBA, turning away from any future endeavors to join LIV Golf as a broadcaster. Arizona Cardinals pulled the plug on Kyler Murray's film study clause in his contract after chaos in the media. Dak Prescott celebrates his 29th birthday today and says this year should be a golden year for the Cowboys QB. Former Texan quarterback Brock Osweiler is heading to the booth. He'll be a college football analyst for ESPN this season. Houston Astros beat the Mariners to end a three-game losing streak, 4-2. Astros and the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stopped their three-game losing streak, beating the Angels 2-0 last night. Game two of that series tonight, 8-38 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. that tune well done aaron uh, welcome back final segment john morris show in the alan samuel studios on this friday afternoon we appreciate coach michelle leonard being on with us if you missed any or all of that interview or want to share it you can pass it along via social media at 1660 espn also available as a podcast on the website at syntexsportsfan.com syntexsportsfan.com all right, uh, final segment. Let's share some birthdays, and we'll move out of here. Make room for uh, Mr. Mosley coming in. Another day in Oxnard. Another day in Paradise for uh, Matt Mosley at Cowboys Camp in Oxnard, California. Uh, birthdays today, top of the list for me, Doug Furch from Baylor Alumni Engagement. Happy birthday to Furchy, former uh, football player at Baylor, former assistant coach at Baylor, very successful high school coach. Now doing great things with uh, Baylor, the Office of Baylor Alumni. So happy birthday to Doug Furch today. Uh, Lake Seastrunk's birthday is today. Former Baylor running back out of Temple High School. Happy birthday to him. Uh, Betsy Bracken, good friend. Happy birthday to Betsy. Michael Gallo uh, worked with us for a short stint with Inside Baylor Sports. Tyler Pate's birthday is today uh, of the uh, Belton Pate family. Happy birthday to Tyler. Uh, David Wiley's birthday is today. Retired now, but uh, baseball umpire in Southwest Conference days, Big 12 days, and just now retired. I think it was, what game was that? Maybe Baylor TCU series here in Waco was his final series here in Waco. And his daughter is a Baylor grad, and so she came up, and they really, you know, really made it uh, memorable that weekend series. But uh, man, one of the best uh, at his profession. Now retired, David Wiley. Happy birthday to him. 
Mige Turpin, friend from high school. Happy birthday to him. And the late uh, Mike Chapman. Today uh, is the anniversary of Mike's birth. And uh, nice to remember him today. Golly, uh, still sad to think about his uh, passing so young. But Mike Chapman's birthday today as well. Yeah, it's, it's it really is. Uh, whenever I think about Coach Chapman and Coach Coleman, you know, yeah. both not, you know, being with us anymore, it, it really makes me sad because I, I really liked both of those guys, and they were really great to me, you know, when, when I was covering university. Yeah, really good guys. Uh, so there's the birthday list. I got some for tomorrow, but let me get your list uh, today. Sure, Aaron, and, and if have? we have time, I have another quote from – Oh, Life you do? Cough. Yeah. Oh, good, good. We'll this make one's time. about UCLA. It's just, man, I know he's got to answer questions, but wow. it's, uh, well, anyway, okay. let's get to birthdays first. Uh, documentary filmmaker Ken Burns, he of the uh, great documentaries on baseball and the Civil War, he's had others, but those two were just, I mean, they're considered kind of really? masterpieces. Yeah. You know, they're he's just the best in, at what he does. He, he really is. Yeah. He's, he's probably the best documentary filmmaker uh, on the planet. He turns 69, so happy anniversary to Ken Burns, Rush uh, lead singer and bassist Getty Lee turns is also 69 today. Let's see, country singer Martina McBride turns 56, 14 Grammy nominations over her career, and actor Will Wheaton, who played Wesley Crusher in, uh, in the Star, I believe it was uh, Deep Space Nine, mm, one of okay. the Star Wars, but... Uh, Will Wheaton, and was also on, uh, played himself on Big Bang Theory. Oh, really? He was Sheldon, one of Sheldon's nemesis, and then they became friends, and now I think they became nemesis again for a short time. But anyway, Will Wheaton is uh, almost the exact same age as me. He turns 50. Very nice. Is that it? That's it. All right, good birthday list there. Happy birthday to those folks. Uh, we will not be here tomorrow. I will not be here tomorrow. Maybe you will, Aaron, but uh, here's some birthdays for tomorrow including uh, the boss man here at M&M Broadcasting, Gary Moss. Uh, it's Gary Moss's birthday today, so happy birthday to him. A day early, but don't want to miss that just because it falls on a Saturday. Uh, Bob Woodard's birthday is tomorrow. James Rittmeyer, Boyd, and Therrell, happy birthday to Bob. Todd Shelton's birthday is tomorrow. Mike Bonney, former Baylor baseball uh, letterman. Uh, Brad Lamb's birthday tomorrow. Todd Haney, a great baseball man here in Central Texas. Todd's birthday is tomorrow as well. And Tana Burge uh, worked with us for a while in um, athletic performance. Tana's birthday is tomorrow also. So there is a list today and tomorrow. Do you have anybody you want to throw on for tomorrow? Uh, Not no, really. No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just checking. We'll you were looking to. there like you had somebody. Looking at your phone, which is operable, mine has died. <laughs> Yours is taking a nap. Mine it needs to. It's taking it a nap. It needs to recharge. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to move out of here with my dead phone, and we'll make room for Matt Mosley coming up next, live from Oxnard, California. What do you guys have planned between four and six this afternoon? He is broadcasting live, as you said, from. Cowboys training camp. We will hear from uh, Cowboy receiver CeeDee Lamb, running back Tony Pollard. We will hear head coach Mike McCarthy. We'll hear audio from um, Dak Prescott's meeting with the media yesterday and much, much more. We will hear part of Baylor Athletic Director Mac Rhodes' conversation with Tom and Ward yesterday when he talked about realignment with uh, George Klykoff's 
comments today about the Big 12. This was before that, but yeah. I mean, Mac, uh, Mac Rhodes had some very interesting things to say about realignment, so we'll replay that and much more. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be Cowboys, 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 and lots of conference realignment talk during Campus Confidential. All right, there you go. So that's coming up, 4 to 6. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, what did uh, what's the latest from George Klykoff? Well, he was asked about uh, UCLA, and uh, he'd say, he said, quote, I'd say UCLA is in a really difficult position. There are a lot of constituents related to UCLA who are very, 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 three varies, mm-hmm. unhappy with the decision. Student-athletes, the families of student-athletes, the faculty, the staff, politicians, he goes on. Uh, he said they're really upset with the decision, and there's a hearing coming up with the UC Board of Regents about that decision. He was asked about them coming back to the Pac-12. What? He said, yeah, listen, <laughs> he said, I can't give you a percentage chance. I think it's unlikely, but if they came back, we would welcome them back. Just bringing that up, which all that is, you know, he, he brought up to say Posture. they should come back. Yeah. You know, everybody's mad. They, they shouldn't do it. They probably won't, but we'd welcome them back. That ship has sailed. There is a 0% chance that UCLA will return to the right, Pac-12. Right. Less what, than zero, I think. You know. What's going on in the UCLA campus when he says, now, if they want to come back. Right. It's just, <laughs> I mean, he is, I know he's got a job to do, and he is in a very tough position. And he came in as Pac-12 commissioner at probably not an ideal time. But, man, it's just. It hasn't been a great day for him at, yeah. at Pac-12 Media Days. Wow, interesting. I'm going to go find uh, his entire presentation and watch that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I have the Rangers game tonight. While yeah. I'm running that, I'm going to. I'm going to probably go cut up the audio and yeah. you know have yeah. that ready for Monday. That would be good. That would be really good. All right, man. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it. You too. It's it's been a fun week, and uh, we'll see you. Lord willing, we'll see you Monday. All right. Thanks to Michelle Leonard being on with us. Uh, Baylor soccer coach practice for the new season begins on Tuesday for Baylor soccer, the other Baylor football. And stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next, live from Cowboys Training Camp in Oxnard, California. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. I don't have all the notes I took from practice.